hey Alex, how you been? Across quarantined. I would say across <laughs> from my computer screen instead of next to me at the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast started and we went into quarantine. <laughs> I think that's just luck. Or good luck. Yeah. That we don't have so, to sit near way, each other anymore. I have I have Mushu here for you. Oh, Mushu, the only thing that keeps me focused. Yeah. So uh for everyone that hasn't been here during our recordings, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mushu is um sort of our mascot at this point. I have a little Mushu figurine. Uh, he and, sits uh, next to the microphone, and I just play with him like the whole time. Yeah, because otherwise we get distracted. Apparently, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Uh, also, to our viewers, I apologize if the audio quality sucks because it will. Uh, we're recording through a internet call and if there's any delay uh which will probably be on alex's side because we're recording from my computer not yeah. saying your internet's bad it's just it's gonna show up not. <laughs> it's gonna show up on your side just because of the nature of that i'm recording mm -hmm. two separate streams one of your feed and one of my like live microphone yeah so hopefully things work out all right We'll see how this goes. If not, oh well. Nope. <laughs> uh, not really anything I can do about it right now. So, Jonathan, how you been? I'm here. <laughs> also quarantined. Yeah. I guess technically not quarantined yet in social isolation, but our county is going yeah. under um, the stay-at-home mandate tomorrow morning, so... This is weird times. I, I hope everyone listening is is doing all right. Get your toilet paper, please. Somewhere. They already did. <laughs> I hope they did. It's gonna be impossible to grab some now. When I was at Walmart the other day, they had some. That's shocking. I'm, did you hoard it up? No, because I have a normal amount apartment anyway. Okay, so you're you're one of the good ones. Yeah. We're actually pretty fine too. So. So, it's an exciting podcast. We're talking about toilet paper. <laughs> it's, 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 it's quarantine season. So we watched the other... Oh no, what's his name? <laughs> we watched uh, the American movie, or at least English movie. I don't know if it's considered American. Uh, maybe from Bong Joon-ho. Right, uh, director of Parasite. Uh, we watched... Snowpiercer. And this was... God, was this a week or two weeks ago? It must have been two weeks ago. It's two weeks ago, because we were going to record this last week, and we decided not to. Yeah, because uh, keep your gross germs away. Um, So we watched Snowpiercer, and it was okay. <laughs> uh, that's my That's my critical... Review after two weeks. I still enjoyed it. There are just a lot of really odd scenes. It was fine. It's. I really like Parasite because it's a movie I could probably watch. I've seen it twice now and I could definitely watch it a third time. Uh, Snowpiercer, I almost just like don't want to watch it again. Yeah, it's just definitely not a movie I want to watch all the time. But I don't do that with any movie. And, um,. But I've forgotten most of it because I've already seen it. But I watched it when it like came out, 
without knowing who Bong Joon-ho was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember being as confused about it back then, so I don't know if it just, from from when it came out to now, just since the shift in, in media, if it just fit more. Because it came out in 2000 and... And thirteen, two thousand thirteen. Media where uh, train heist movies were no longer a thing. I mean, Train to Busan wasn't that long ago. What was the other movie? I saw Murder on Orient Express. I haven't seen that was, one. That was twenty seventeen. Uh, I actually enjoyed that one. I would watch a sequel to it. Train to Busan sequel this this summer. It looks intense. Maybe. It doesn't it look really like does. the same <laughs> movie. They, some movie still came out from Train to Busan 2. And uh, they just... They're kind of gory. That's I don't awesome. remember if... The animated prequel to Busan. Didn't we watch like a minute of it and say no? Yeah, but I feel like oh. with the amount of time I'm going to have eventually, maybe. Yeah. All right. So I'm, sn- I'm not gonna have any more time. <laughs> yeah. So Snowpiercer. I'm still working. Uh, yeah. I think one thing that is unfortunate is that I remember, which is the case for a lot of movies, is I remember straight up none of the music. How it made me feel. Is soundtrack music important to you? Uh, yes. Okay. Because I like if a movie has a bland soundtrack, that's almost worse than having a boring or good one. Interesting. I don't think too hard on on movie soundtracks. That if they stand out, maybe a little bit, but for the most part, I don't ever think about it. There might be a song or two where I'm like, I like that one song at that one scene, and that's the extent of it. I mean, still, that's something. It's I got none of that from uh, Snowpiercer. In the singular scene that just took me out of the whole movie was them the opening. fish scene. Huh? The fish scene. No, the fishing didn't take me out. Oh. Because uh, I guess the way the movie's structured is that the back rail cars are like almost like a slum of just people huddled all together. So and... uh, can I put in a, a, a spoiler warning for this whole episode, basically? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, if I you would... haven't seen Snowpiercer, it came out in 2013 and it's on Netflix. So the further up you get up the train, it clearly turns from like higher class like you have an aquarium you have a what a school you have rich fancy clubs you have the whole room full of nothing but people on drugs it's like the 80s room because all the dance club was just nothing but people in 80s clothes all fine i i can suspend my disbelief to that point what makes absolutely no sense in the context of how this movie was going was the train car filled with just like ninjas so that and is I, a fish scene. That's like right after the fish scene, right? That, that's it's like the fish scene starts in that in that train car. Yeah, but it's just the aquarium. Sure, whatever. But the aquarium makes sense because that's so they have like fish to eat on there, and that's that's because I mean they explained what what happens in the aquarium. Yeah, like I I can get behind that. My biggest problem is actually the um the wardrobe. Oh, you like hated the, what they were wearing in like the clubs, right? Well, it didn't make any sense because the movie was set and they all went on the train in 2013, and it's like 19 years later or something like that, right? So, so it is set in the future, yeah, something like that. And they, um, they, 
so they, the fashion from 2013 did not look anything like the 80s. Not in the way they were dressed, where they literally looked like they stepped out of a club from the 80s. When they were all getting on the train during this huge pandemic, there's no way that they're like, you know what'll be fun? If we bring all our clothes from the 80s. I would say maybe they made some clothes, but they if they did, they didn't show the rail car of it. Which is yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, they def definitely didn't show every rail car. Because mm -hmm. it's like, at, when you see shots of the whole train, it's clearly much bigger than they show. Yes. Um, but you, I just, you can't convince me that they're like, we're going to, from 2013 to 2030, that they were going to decide that they were going to go back to 80s clothing. Like, you cannot convince me of that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd hate the clothing this much. No, I had, I had very strong feelings. That's what took me out of it. Like, the, the ninja thing, I was like, I don't understand what's happening, but fine. Here's a train car full of ninjas because we need an action sequence. And some deaths to happen. Yeah. Which sure. that, that that scene was also a shift in 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 the movie, uh, because things did get a lot more violent after that. Yeah, it's just honestly, if they had like, if they had just contextualized why there is just a train car packed to the brim of just sword ninjas. Yeah, the only thing I can. I almost I wish they took a justify. cult thing on it. Yeah, that's that's what I thought at first when the, the scene started, that it was going to be a cult thing. But the only way I can really justify it is that it was kind of in a point where it divided the back half and the front half of the train. So if that was kind of their, their army uh, to, to um, keep everybody separate. Because that came before like the school and the aquarium and stuff, right? So I want to say they went past one, um, at least one rail car that had the fruit trees on it. Yeah, and so that First, wouldn't have made sense. And I want to say that was but, with the aquarium. I again, I don't fully remember. Yeah, the fruit in the aquarium did happen first, uh, so, and then they went there. Yeah, so honestly, if the so, train ninjas had happened like what two rail cars earlier, I would have been a lot more fine with it. Almost as if just like. Here's an army preventing people from moving forward. Yeah, that's kind of going with it until I remembered that. Yeah, the the, the fruit trees and the, the ninja or in the aquarium happened before the ninjas. That scene's probably a little my favorite bit of trivia, though. So I have a little bit of trivia for the movie, and so we'll go ahead and start with the scene since we're talking about it. But um, so Harvey Weinstein was a producer for this, unfortunately, and so apparently. Bong Joon-ho and uh, Harvey Weinstein butted heads a lot over this movie. Um, and Weinstein, like, f kept pushing to have the fish scene removed. So that's, I think, where they, like, cut the fish and whatever with the ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they wanted it removed in favor of more action. Okay. Uh, and uh, Wrong disagree. This movie, in fact, yeah. probably could have used less action. And, um... So, but Bong Joon-ho said it was his favorite shot in the film, uh, and he was really adamant about keeping it. So he told the um, told Weinstein they wanted a shot for personal reasons as a tribute to his late father, who was a fisherman. Yes. And so Weinstein said that family is very important to him, so he granted uh, Bong the shot. And later on, after the movie came out, uh, Bong Joon-ho was interviewed, and he said that it was a uh, effing lie. His father was not a fisherman. 
Incredible. <laughs> and just Bong Joon-ho just kind of like sticking it to, to Weinstein just brings me such joy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Bong Joon-ho's clearly made a name for his directorial um, vision as of, what, January? Yes. When he got awarded uh, everything. Yes, so happy. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that, that really cracked me up. I'm trying to think what other thoughts I had about the movie. Like, the acting, it was fine. How do you feel about the ending? The ending of um, the lone girl and the child walking out the train. Yeah, the only two to survive. <laughs> I kind of like that. With polar bears. Look, I'm just saying, they had the Coke sponsorship for the polar bear Coke ads. Yeah, they definitely look like the friendlier polar bears because polar bears are not friendly polar at bears all. Are scary bears in yeah. general are terrifying. Bears in general are, but like polar bears are actually like really, really aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then I think it doesn't help with them having like stark white fur that if like any little blood gets on them, like it's super obvious. <laughs> like a black bear, or brown bear, you don't really see it. It just their their fur gets darker. But just like polar photos of just... like. It's just red. It's just in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you recognize some of the actors in the movie, but there was actually a lot of pretty famous actors. Uh, you said Captain America was in it, right? Yeah, so Chris Evans was the lead. Yeah, I straight up didn't recognize as Chris Evans. That's really funny. But yeah, he, he had to wear like bulk clothes to hide that he was like in his Captain America physique because it wouldn't have made sense for the movie for him to be that bulked up. His America's ass bod. <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and then so the main guy in the back like the old dude uh yes the the arm and the, the leg thing yes whatever so that's a uh, Sir John Hurt I don't know if you know who he is no who is that uh let me see what else he's been in because he's super famous too he passed away recently unfortunately La last year I think 2017. Oh wow, it's been that long. Oh jeez. Um, so I know he played in Doctor Who because he actually played uh, the War Doctor. He was also in the Harry Potter movies, but I don't think he was in any of the ones that you've seen. I've seen all the Harry Potter movies. Have you seen all of them? Yes. Oh, then why? Are, then why are we going through them? Because you were giving me a bunch of extra info about them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so he was Ollivander. He was the wand maker in Harry Potter. Oh, uh, see, I still don't even know who that was. Yeah, the the guy who gave Harry his first wand, mm. or his only wand. Yeah, that guy. Um, Wasn't that like a goblin? No, that's the bank dude. Ollivander's normal size. He just has like oh, crazy hair. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's like the only scene in the movies he's in, right? Uh, no, he's in the seventh movie. Yeah, he's in the seventh movie because he gets kidnapped. Oh, good. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers for a dead franchise. It's not dead. What are you talking about? They're making the the Fantastic Beast movies, and they also have the Broadway play. Yeah, but the, they're dead. <laughs> they're not dead. No one saw the second Fantastic Beast movie. Yeah, I didn't even see it. 
hardcore Harry Potter fan, more so than K-pop. I haven't seen the Fantastic Beasts the second movie. <laughs> you you own it, right? And you still haven't even touched it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's still wrapped in the plastic. Maybe I'll watch it during quarantine. <laughs> oh, um, I'm pumped. My failure to buy Samurai Jack when it was cheap has uh, not hurt me anymore because they put all Samurai Jack on AdultSwim.com. Nice. Maybe one day I'll watch it now. <laughs> the whole thing. I'm trying to see what else John Hurt might have been in, but uh, he was in Hellboy too. I still need to see and the he Hellboys because was... I just want to see. John... Oh, they're so good. Is the main dude's name the actor Ron Perlman, right? Yes. Uh, I love his voice. I do too. Any voiceover he plays... work? He'd... Oh, go ahead. He plays such a good character with with Hellboy. It's I think because they rebooted Hellboy. And mm-hmm. I think it didn't do well because it wasn't Ron Perlman. Did you ever watch Teen Titans or Adventure Time? Teen Titans, yes. The, the original one, not the one that's on now. Oh, yeah. I mean, still, it's the same voice cast, but... Oh, is it? Uh, Ron Perlman was Slade. Oh, really? Uh, oh, absolutely wow. perfect voice. And in Adventure Time, he is the Lich, which is terrifying. And he does such <laughs> a good job with it, for like, especially any of the Lich's uh, monologues. A nice. plus, A plus voice actor right there. John Hurt's been in a lot of stuff, but it's not anything that I I could say that I know you you've seen for sure. Yeah, you oh. know I've seen five movies in my life. Oh yeah, we've gone from two to five. Oh good. Because <laughs> now what have I mean, we watched? Uh, we've watched Snowpiercer. Four movies together. Yeah, the first two Harry Potter movies, Snowpiercer and Parasite. <laughs> yeah, you know what's missing from that list? What? Perfect blue. Yeah, now I'm gonna have to watch it without you. That's fine. I'm really curious to hear your. Th- um, other notable notable actors are Song Kang Ho, which is he was the the, the Asian dude in, in Snowpiercer. Yes. Also in Parasite. The he is the dad of the poor family. Yes. And I love him. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> And then I don't know if you know the most entertaining part of the movie of uh, at least Snowpiercer actually. He was he was a very quirky character, and in Mm -hmm. the end, it was because he had a game plan. He just didn't want to tell anyone about, but it looked like he was just a junkie the entire time. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) I was very happy with um his character. And I don't know if you know Tilda Swinton. Uh no. So I know she was in the Narnia movies. Because um, she was the the witch or whatever from those. Who played the um, wardrobe? She played Mason. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she played Mason. So that was the the lady that kind of gave them was their guide for like the first half of the train, till she um... got shot and killed. Oh right, she was the one that um they took hostage, right? Yeah, that was her. Okay. And um, that character is actually supposed to be a guy. That's why they, they left the name Mason. They actually left the way she talk as, talked as um, everything was more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't notice. <laughs> she, was, she was in... Did you see Endgame? Uh, yes. She was the ancient one. Ancient one. Is that with the lady, the bald lady that was dealing with Hulk? I don't remember. For Maybe. the time stone? Yes. Yes. Okay. She had the time stone. Yeah, that was her. Uh, I'm surprised I remember that. Yeah, me too, actually. 
Endgame was um, good. It makes me want to watch the other 20 Marvel movies I missed. And then Jamie Bell was Edgar. He, um, Edgar was the the best friend to to Captain America. Yeah, he, yeah, say he's the one who died halfway through, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this episode is definitely just spoilers galore. I mean, um, yeah, if you haven't watched Snowpiercer, it's probably too late to see... recommend it now. <laughs> did you see Jumper? Uh, no, in fact, I okay. have no idea what that is. Okay. I'm not going to try and explain it. It's not worth okay. it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so you wouldn't know Jamie Bell. Um, oh, Jamie Bell. I don't even know then, who that is. Yeah. I don't even know if that's then, a guy or a girl. It's a guy. It was okay. Edgar. We just went through this. Oh, my God. I didn't hear the name. I'm a dummy. Uh, and then Octavia Spencer. Uh, she was the mom to the kid. Oh, okay. She was a, she was pretty important. Yeah, she was. I liked her. Um, I don't know if you would have seen anything she's been in either. She's in Hidden Figures, which I haven't seen yet. I don't know. I don't know that. That's the one about the women from NASA. Oh, right. It came out in 2017 or 18, something like that. I, I remember hearing about that movie. 16. God, I am so behind on my movies. Oh, my God. Um. Hey, Alex. Hey. It's 2020. It it is. It's been a long 2020 already. Um, that's all the names I recognized. My recent searches on IMDb are Snowpiercer and Space Jam. <laughs> uh, why? I would say why Space Jam, but honestly, you don't need to explain. I understand. Space Jam's great. <laughs> Space Jam's iconic. Are they still making Space Jam 2? Uh, they've been trying to make it for, like, years now, so I have no idea. I guess I'll look that up real quick. So the part of Mason was supposed to be John C. O'Reilly. John C. O'Reilly. I've heard that name. I can't put a face on it on the top of my head. Yeah. Um, did you see Step Brothers with Will Ferrell? Uh, no. Okay, uh... I can't think. I, I'm not a huge fan of John C. Riley either. Like he's a good actor, just usually not my type of comedy. I'm not a fan of Will so. Ferrell. So, John C. Riley. Oh, he voices Wreck It Ralph from yes. the movie Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> oh God, he was part of Holmes and Watson. I heard that movie. Um, it was horrible. It didn't. Yeah, I heard it didn't do well. So, Space Jam Two is set for a July 2021 release. Starring LeBron. Yeah, it's been starring LeBron for a while now, and I just... The original is so iconic that it's... I just... I'm annoyed that they want to make a second one. Because you know they made um, Looney Tunes back in action uh, seven years after Space Jam, right? I vaguely remember that, and I vaguely remember never seeing it. Yeah, so it was another one of those, um, like live-action 2D stuff, almost like Roger Rabbit and First Space Jam. Mm -hmm. And they thought this movie would make a lot of money because Space Jam... Uh, let me see how much Space Jam made in terms of... Yeah, so budget, $80 million, box office, $230 million. Wow. So almost four times what they put in. Uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action had the same $80 million budget, and only made sixty nine million dollars back. 
Whoops. So it lost money. And yep. Oh god, there was so after this movie bombed, they thought, man, kids don't like Looney Tunes anymore. So they made a weird futuristic reboot, a gritty future reboot called Lunatics Unleashed is a, like an action show on Cartoon Network. That's weird. I don't it, remember that at all. <laughs> it all it sounds like a fever dream. Let me show you at least like some images of the characters. John Hurt was also in V for Vendetta, by the way. I've never actually seen V for Vendetta. It's such a good movie. Uh, so this is these are the Lunatics Unleashed characters. They're yeah, awful. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> uh, I hate I hate everything about this show. <laughs> I didn't like it as a kid, and I'm sure as an adult I would at least find something endearing, but I'm not nope. willing to put in the effort when I could do at least five other things. Some more Snowpiercer trivia. Um, Song Kang-ho and Ko Asung, that was uh, the dad and daughter, the Asian ones. Yeah. So they were also dad and daughter in another Bong Joon-ho movie. He just plays uh, dads all the time. Yeah, he in in Bong Joon Ho movies. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so, and that one was from two thousand and six. So, I it's from the host, which I haven't seen, and I I don't know what it's about, but I've heard it's really good too. So. All right, I guess we're watching that next. Maybe not yeah. next, but at some point. At some point. The concept of teacher being pregnant came from Ko Asung, which was the the daughter. Mm-hmm. The movie takes place from two thousand fourteen and two thousand thirty one. So there we go. There's the dates. Okay. Did you say there was a goof about like the number of matches? Yeah. So that was one of the the goofs behind it. So in the beginning of the movie, um, uh, Kong uh, Song Kong Ho's character has a, a matchbook with only two matches left, and he has the two cigarettes, and he lights one of the matches and lights a cigarette, and then some little kid comes out of nowhere and steals the matchbook. Yes. And then it's just gone. And then at the end of the movie, all of a sudden, uh, Song Kang-ho has the matchbook again, and it's still got two matches in it. <laughs> Incredible. And they're they're critical. Yeah, like it's not just like the, a the end of the detail. plot. They were, they were important for finishing the movie. <laughs> yep. So it's one of those things, like, it would have been really easy, if one, for the kid to not take the matches, like, not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, two, to just have an extra match in there, like, like just start it's with fine. three. Yeah, just start just with three Photoshop and everything would have been fine. It really shouldn't have been that hard to put that in, in post-production. I guess they just didn't think about it. No one caught it. I'm, it's one of those things, the more you listen or watch something, you, the more you just kind of go like blind to some of the smaller details. Oh, yeah. Uh, another uh, bit of trivia that is wrong. Um, Wilford, who's at the front of the train, Yes. Right, says to, to Captain America... Um, that he's the only person to have ever walked the length of the train from tail to end. It's not true. Both Timmy and Andy, both kids did. And presumably every other oh, kid yeah. gets stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say, wait, did they walk or did they just like jump from beginning to end and they would have had to walk it because otherwise you can't just fast travel from one end to the other. No, that's not how traveling in a train works. <laughs> <laughs> the the markings on the engine, the, the circle with the S on it, uh, is supposed to re- represent a yin yang. I straight up don't even remember what that was. A yin yang? No, I know what a yin yang is. I'm talking about the <laughs> S in the movie. Oh my it, god! It's so the S. 
the S I think was from like Wilfred's last name or something like that. Um, and it was just the logo on the train. It was literally just a circle with an S in it. I know. So when you said that, the first thing just... that came to my mind is um, you know that like angular S that everyone draws in like fourth grade. Yes. I'm really but disappointed. It's like, supposed that... to be a gang sign. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> no one knows. That's the what we always about. said. That's what, no one knows the origin yeah. of it, but that's what I imagined when you said the circle with an S in it, and now I'm actually disappointed that it wasn't in the movie. That'd be really funny that the kids, that's that's how they learn to draw the S. I guess so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the kids in the train in the elementary school. That's what they're being taught. So that's that's all the, the trivia worth talking about. But So yeah, that's Snowpiercer. That's Snowpiercer. It was fine if you still want to watch it. I won't stop you. I mean, I can't stop you from doing anything, really. Live your life. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, find us on Instagram and Twitter at How You Been. Uh, we're on most uh, podcast streaming sites. All right. See you next time. Bye.